Scientists have been trying to decode the human mind for centuries now, and psychologists, psychiatrists, and now the neuroscientists have come up with many models to explain the way we think, feel, and act. However, none of these models are adequate and comprehensive enough to completely explain the human mind. This is because they are missing the most fundamental layer, the most, most fundamental aspect of our human life and existence. In the yogic paradigm, the human life and existence is foundationally built up on samskaras. Samskaras are the emotional residues of all our past experiences, which can go back as far as previous lifetimes. And they are also the seed for all future experiences. Now, since samskaras are the foundation of human life, they are also the foundation for the human mind. Now, let us try to understand how samskaras built the human mind bottom up. So samskaras live or exist in a deep subconscious or a deep memory called as the spriti in Sanskrit and they in a subtle unmanifest form. Now a few of these samskaras gather, gather strength to form vasanas or our tendencies. These are the unexplainable tendencies or urges that we have which we cannot find any reasons for. Say we love the Chinese cuisine, even though we have never been exposed to Chinese culture. We love the, you love the beach, you feel the mountains are your home, or any of these urges which have no logical or rational explanation. These are your tendencies or your vasanas. Now, naturally, they arise from emotional residues which of experiences which you have had in the uh, in the past and this past can go as far as your past life. Now some of these vasanas gather more strength to form rithis. Rithis are our traits. They are our conscious traits, our conscious concepts of life, our desires, our fears, our opinions. And we interact with the world through our rithis by putting out our desires and our fears. We interact with the world to create experiences for ourselves and these experiences create further new samskaras because they leave new emotional impressions. We might have a, had a good experience or a bad one which left behind a good samskara, a good emotional residue or a bad one. Now the, this cycle continues. Samskaras grow into vasanas, few vasanas grow into rithis. The rithis interact with the world through our desires and fears and which create experiences. Our experiences give rise to new samskaras or new impressions and the cycle continues. Now we also interact with the world with the help of our ahamkara. Now ahamkara which is misunderstood as ego in Hindi is actually our identity or the I am-ness of ourselves. I am good, I am beautiful, I am a great dancer, I'm a great cook, I am a great orator, I'm bad at this, I'm good at that. It is the story or the narrative we tell the world and ourselves about us. It is the face we present to the world and to us. This is our identity or our ahamkara and since it is built on desires and fears, it is a product of our samskaras and not really in our complete control. 
The next and the final component of the mind is the buddhi. The buddhi is also colloquially misunderstood as being intelligence. But intelligence is a trait and that trait is a, a vritti. But true buddhi is intellect or discretion. It is the catalyst for the yoga in our system. It is the activator of the process of yoga in our system. When yoga is activated, the job of buddhi ends. It is just there to, to begin the process of yoga in our system. So these are the five components of the human mind, beginning with our samskaras. Samskaras, which lie in the deep depth memory or a subconscious memory, which we cannot access normally. Then our vasanas, which lie in our subconscious. Then our vrittis, which lie in our conscious minds. Our ahamkara, which is also conscious and our buddhi. These are the five components of the human mind which can explain how it functions and its attributes and qualities.